Hey everyone, welcome back to another short form episode of Just So Girls. Today it is just me, Julia, and I'm going to be talking to you guys about the commission process, which is something that uh, I've had to learn um, and navigate um, over these past couple years, and it's been ups and downs, and I've learned a lot, and I wish I'd had somebody to give show me the ropes a bit more, so I'm hoping that this episode is just going to be a good short guide for you guys to refer back to when you do get a commission. So um, without further ado, here are my steps and um, ways of approaching a commission. So first of all, you need to ask yourself, should I accept this commission? And this might sound like a weird thing to ask yourself because I think as a lot of us artists, we're reluctant to ever say no to something, especially when we're first starting out. And I will, as a disclaimer, say that I think it is a good idea to accept as say yes to as many things as possible when you are first starting out and learning because I think it's going to open your eyes to new possibilities and it helps get your name out there. But I think it's important that, to recognize if something is completely outside of what you normally do. Maybe it's not even a medium you normally do. Maybe it's on a subject matter that you feel comfortable with. Or this person has a really specific idea in mind. It's just not in line with your work. And it's okay to say no and to refer them to another artist. Um, I think sometimes that is the the wiser choice. Um, it can be a hard choice, but I think sometimes it's a, it's a good one. So definitely ask yourself first. Um, maybe before you can make, make that decision, you do need to ask a couple other questions. Um, so commissions are all about communication. That is, if you're gonna get anything out of this short episode, it's commissions equal communication. You need to set expectations off the bat. For me, I always want to ask for reference photos uh, if they have them. And reference photos don't have to necessarily be like, oh, a photo of the thing you're going to paint. It could be the room it's going in. It could be photos of your work that they like. I think it's really also an important question to ask them what work of yours they like because Maybe they have an idea of a different artist's work in mind, in which case, you know, that's not your work. But they, so they want to give you the business, but they have somebody else's art in mind. So ask them specifically to look at your work and point out like three pieces that they like the most. So that also helps you um, get an idea of maybe the colors that they like, um, just the general style. So that's a helpful place to start if you don't have a reference photo. And also ask them specific questions about the reference photo and the aspects of it that they like the most or if there's anything that they would want you to highlight or to emphasize you know you're you're painting something so you there's some creative liberty going into this and so if there's something important about the photo that they really want you to um, bring out like for example if it's somebody's eyes in the painting or if it's you know the if you're doing a painting of a house if it's the color of the house being really bright and happy it's you know there's so many things that you could you know, emphasize. And I think it's actually, it shows that you also are a critical thinker and it shows that you really are taking, um, you know, their commission seriously when you ask these sort of follow-up questions, you don't just take it and run. So, you know, definitely get those first things out of the way about what their expectations are. Um, just don't assume anything but what they want. And once you've kind of set expectations about like what they want and you understand what they want, um, I also think it's really important to give them a a time frame on how long things will take you so you need to know okay like if say for example they wanted to have this painting done by next week because they need it for a gift or something I think you need to set like very clear parameters of what your time frame looks like so that they're not disappointed <laughs> or that they're not you know expecting you to rush something and then you're, you're stressed so get the time frame and also let them know what your time frame is so coordinate on that um, and then also, maybe this comes first, but price, of course, this is something that I think I get the most questions on is pricing for commissions. So um, I will say that I believe commissions um, warrant a bit of a 
premium cost. Um, not a lot, not by a lot, but enough. Like this person's getting a custom piece of art. They're not just buying something you've already created. Um, you are going, you're out of going out of your way to make something custom for them. There is this back and forth, um, and you're working with them. So there's extra, you know, time and um, thought involved. So. I do think there should be, you know, a little bit extra added on, but also I'm going to amend something I said. I, I had a little IGTV video I did about commissions, and one of the things I said to ask was, you know, ask them up front what their budget is, and I actually had an experience recently that kind of has led me to think maybe a little differently on this um, because I asked someone their budget, and they, I guess they kind of took it offensively as in like I didn't, they didn't think or they thought that I didn't think they could afford it, which of course is not what I wanted to communicate. I just like, in my IGT video, I was saying that you should ask somebody like, oh, like what is your budget for this project? Which I think is a fine question, but maybe before you do that, just name your price, um, make it super straightforward and say, well, for something that size um, and that you know amount of work, it's going to cost X. And then see what they say. And if they say, oh, that's not, a price I'm willing to pay, you can then follow up and say, oh, okay, great. Well, what is the price range you had in mind? And maybe we can alter the size or um, whatever else is, you know, going into this project to make it more affordable for them. So then you kind of start negotiating, but name your price first or the price you'd be happiest with. Take the reins on that because it can kind of, then you're just doing guesswork as to what they want. And they're also trying to, you know, guess your price. And that's kind of, it's just not straightforward enough. So after all this has been has been dished out and you have you end up understanding of what they want, the time frame, the price, and they're all in agreement here, um, I highly recommend that you drop a contract. And a contract is almost also an invoice too, where you just explain to them like what the cost is going to be. Maybe if you're breaking it down, like there's multiple things that they're paying for, you break that down for them so they can see. Um, and you also have a contract where it explains when things go wrong. I know that having a contract sounds a bit, you know, I don't know, just a little bit overkill as a, an artist, but it's not because if you're doing a big project, um, take it from me, I've had this happen where I've had a big project and then at the end, the person was not happy and I had to start completely over. Now that's more materials, more work, and I wasn't paid for it. So, because I didn't have it in the contract. So if you have something in a contract that says, you know, if you have to start completely over, they need to pay for the cost of new materials or for time or something, um, that protects you. And it also, also makes them understand that they have to be clear about what they want because there's not really, a do-over is not free. So I think it really is a good idea. Um, I don't do it for small projects, um, but for big ones, I would say over $300, I recommend a contract. Another question I get a lot is sending after you've everyone signed the contract and you under, are in agreement and you start working. People ask me like, oh, should I send progress photos or not? And I am of the opinion, no. Um, and the reason I say no is because I have enough non-artist people in my life who I will ask like my boyfriend or my mom and I'll ask them to come to look at a painting um, before it's, you know, finished. And it kind of can freak them out because they can't see the vision I'm seeing of where it's going. And so, you know, if you are being commissioned by somebody, you know, you might assume that they're not an artist and that they might not have the vision you have. So wait until it's in a complete-ish state for before you send a picture of the final, final in air quotes, project. Um, and I think in this leads us to the next point about sending the final results. Give them an out. And what I mean by this is if you send them a picture and they there's something about it that they don't like, 
put the shoe on the other foot. I think if someone sent you a picture of their art and you had to tell them there was something about it that you didn't like, you'd feel really uncomfortable and you'd feel bad. So make it easy for them to say something. So make them, don't say that the piece is done. Just don't say, hey, here it is, it's finished. Hope you love it. Say, here's how the painting currently stands. Um, happy to take any criticism, comments, concerns, make any changes um, in this stage. Please let me know and I'm happy to make those changes before you know we call it good. And this lets them know that they it opens up the dialogue for them to give you any sort of feedback about what they want changed um, and creates, you know, you start the conversation. They don't have to um, come back at you and think that they're disappointing you. And um, I would also say pictures only take you so far and in person is really, especially for a big project, preferable because sometimes certain things like colors or hues don't come across in pictures as well as they do in person. And I would say if, you know, if you are delivering in person, person, let them look at it for a little while and say, hey, if you could just look at it for three days and if three days there's anything that bothers you, I will come back and get it. Um, this is so that they don't have to like on the spot right in front of you, pick it, pick it apart or anything. Um, and that gives them time to gather their thoughts about what they might want change. And after that three day period, it's kind of like, okay, it's good. It's yours. We're not, you know, I'm not to no, no take backs. <laughs> so I, there's a, I hope that this makes sense for you guys. I think as long as you establish a clear line of communication, you set expectations for the time frame, you set expectations for what they want and um, also ensure that they understand what your work, it's your work and what your work um, in, entails. Um, that is so crucial. And then, following up with a contract, securing the price, making sure that you are clear on the price you want first, and then being really open to criticism and making them feel comfortable in establishing um, any sort of feedback that they want to give you. So hopefully this helps. Let me know if there's anything else you guys want to know about in the commission process. I'd be happy to do a follow-up episode about this, and I hope this helps. Um, we'll be back on again soon, and if you could leave us a review or share this with a friend who also might benefit from hearing this, that would be awesome. I will talk to you guys again soon.